T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Riggs and Alley. Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings. And always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com. Hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Alley. Well, this is awful. The 10th victim has died after Astroworld. This time it's that nine-year-old boy that was on life support who was trampled from his injuries. Now, here's the story. His dad took him to the concert, and when the crowd got crazy, his dad lifted him up on his shoulders. But then his dad passed out, which was very common at Astro World, which led the child on the ground, which then he was trampled. So the dad survived. The child has been on life support since November 9th. So Ezra Blount, he is the 10th victim, nine years old, nine years old. Uh dead after Astro World. So that's the update. We're at 10. I don't know of anyone else on life support at this moment, uh-huh. but I know there were a lot more injuries. So this is awful. 10 people. What's Ten all this? People. I've seen like new footage now of the police just standing right in front of the stage at uh-huh. right at 10 o'clock as everything's happening. Like, uh-huh. like nothing's going on. Yeah. Now there's even more questions like why were they not alerted? Why did they not know what was going on? It's They're right in front of Drake. You can see Drake and Travis Scott with yeah. the police right in front of him and all these cops just standing there just looking around, out. just hanging out at the same time that everything's um, going on. And it's like... Where's the communication now? What happened? There wasn't there's, there's any. So many questions. Clearly, so many. Ten people died because nobody was paying attention or being negligent. But I do need to address one thing that was said to me over the weekend. What? I had a friend call me and go, I have to be honest with you. I saw a meme that hit hard. And I go, what's the meme? And the meme was, this is awful, but who the hell is Travis Scott? And I go, oh my God, are there people out there? And she was like, I don't know who the hell Travis Scott is. And she's a pretty mainstream person. I go, nothing? Doesn't he? And she goes, Kylie Jenner's baby daddy? Oh, okay. Like, and I went, how many people this happened? They don't even, still don't even know who Travis Scott is. I was shocked by that, but we obviously know who Travis Scott is without yeah. even thinking. Yeah. But it occurred to me there's people out there who have no clue who no. Travis Scott is. Don't watch that Card- Don't listen like, to Don't listen to rap. Don't watch and the Kardashians. Don't know. What would don't you, know. I mean, honestly, he's not on the Kardashian. He wasn't on it anyway. No. It was just he had a baby with one of them. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought, well, that's something that didn't occur to me when we talked about this was people that don't even know who Travis Scott is. Right. How they know. Who he is. Yeah. Not for a good Awful. reason, though. Mm-hmm. Allie, you've been to the Pratsloff building? Pritzloff. Pritzloff? Yes. yes, I have been. Is it Pritzloff? There's an Pritz- A. I don't know. I yeah. call it the Pritzloff. Anyway, I was there for the Courage Milwaukee Gala a week yeah. ago. Yeah. It's a cool little venue, isn't it? It's a beautiful venue. And you know how when you're there for an event, if you've mm-hmm. been there, maybe it's you've like been there for a, big, a wedding. It's a beautiful open space where they have events and weddings. Yes. Right near Walker's Point. Yes. Yeah, by the public market. It's like a big clock in one of the rooms, mm-hmm. so it looks like the SNL, like the Saturday Night Live clock. It's just it's a neat building. It's a cool venue. Cool vibe. But there's a bar where you go get your drinks mm-hmm. and everything. And um, I got one drink when I got there at the beginning. I was like, I'll have a beer when I got there. Mm-hmm. But I was hosting this event for Lyft. Say, for the, yeah, it was, what a, were you it was there a, for? It was a gala for Lyft for the 22 and mm-hmm. WIBIC, which is a women's business initiative they use uh, mm-hmm. here in Milwaukee. Okay. So I was there hosting an event. Uh-huh. Sat down my credit card and I was like, here, I just like a beer. They said, do you want to keep it open? I said, sure, just mm-hmm. in case. Maybe I'll want another drink later. Right. I don't know. Right. Went about the night mingling, you're talking to people, you have a dinner, people are speaking. And when I'm when you're hosting an event, you're, you're worried about other things that are going on. You're busy. Bouncing around, taking pictures. And I get to the end of the night and I realize there's so many people you want to say goodbye to, it's going to take forever. Mm-hmm. The Midwest goodbye is difficult. I can't do it here. I <laughs> the can't. The Midwest goodbye is, a, you can't. You can't, can't say bye to people. No. So I just had to Houdini the thing. I had to be like, I'm an Irish goodbye, Houdini, whatever you want to say. I said goodbye earlier to some of the people I wanted to say goodbye to. And mm-hmm. then I just... Mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. 
And then on my way home, oh, I realized no. <laughs> I realized that I had to stop and pick something up. I was like, crap, I got to get something at Meyer. Meyer was the only place open that oh, late at no. night. I go into Meyer and I grab some of what I needed to get. I needed some. I needed milk and I needed. Uh, I really wanted cereal. And you're was, sober. I'm sober, <laughs> very sober. So I walk up and I go to pay and I reach in and my credit card is not in my wallet. And are you back in the burbs now? Yes. Damn it! Which Meyer were you at? I'm at 60th and Layton now. Ah, oh, you're so not downtown. So anymore. I couldn't turn around and go back. No. God. And I was like, I left it there. I'm that guy that leaves the credit card at the bar. And the best part was, weren't you in a suit? Yeah. So you're in a suit at the grocery store. They probably are like, listen, this con man acting yeah. like he can't afford his food. <laughs> Thank God my Apple Pay, I had it still set up on my phone. That yes. worked at Meyer, which was uh-huh. nice. I was grateful to have that. I, w- I, I would kill for the day it's digital and I don't yes. have to have my stupid card. Like I get annoyed right. still carrying that thing around. When I can go digital, I am obsessed. Like at the gas station, I don't use a card ever. I turn on my phone, I tap it, my yeah. tap my phone to the reader and I leave. It is so quick. I don't have to get anything out. I don't have to do anything. It's amazing. This is where the plot thickens, Allie. They oh, don't no. have events on Sunday at the Pretzloff building. <gasps> So, so there's nobody there on Sunday. You couldn't go back and get your car. So I did, I'm like, where do I go? Who do I talk to? The bar, the bar, that bar is closed. That bartender's probably gone. So thank God, what I go to. Do? I had to go to the Explorium, which is right next to it. Okay. And luckily, the bartender. I didn't even realize that was next to it, and I was the ex, just down yeah, there. <laughs> the Explorium brew pub is right next to it. There's a restaurant notice. and a bar right in there. Yeah, That's right funny. next to it, like right through the little corridor. And I was like, <laughs> no clue. Maybe somebody here has it. And I called them. The bartender that's working on Sunday was also working the event Saturday night. They had. My my car. <gasps> ah, they they could get into right. the room. That and makes sense. And thank God that my my card said rigs on it, so that I could like show them my ID and everything, and yeah. tell them who I was. Oh. But walking in and being like, I wasn't drunk. I promise. Sure, you weren't. See, like, that's normally something that drunk people do. It is, and it's the Leaving Midwest the car- goodbye. Screwed you. The Midwest goodbye very much screwed me. If I would have hung out more, I would have been like, That's right. That's right. <laughs> Our friend called me and said, Do you remember leaving the Pritzloff building after the Courage Milwaukee Gala? To which I said, Maybe. And they was like, No, you. <laughs> don't. So you can either, you have two options. It's the Midwest goodbye or uh-huh. the so drunk you don't even remember and the goodbyes mean nothing because you were blacked out. <laughs> either way. <laughs> I chose the Midwest goodbye. Uh, what have you guys done sober that you normally do drunk? Exactly. Hello, it's Adele. Hello. Hello. Her divorce album. I'm ready for it. Thank you. <laughs> it's called the, 30. The first song off her divorce album. It comes out this week? I can't wait. This is I'm the week. so ready for it. It's the week of Adele. So weak. The power bitches this I'm month, man. I'm taking my newly divorced friend to Vegas this weekend, which is so perfect. We're going to be singing Adele, crying. Making between, out with random guys, maybe crying. <laughs> between Taylor Swift dropping her version of Red and Adele, it's like men have no chance. Like, <laughs> You're screwed. We're all screwed. All It's <laughs> Girls Unite today. <laughs> girls Unite for the next month with all the music. Um, so funny. Uh, we have another chance for you to win an iPad coming up just after 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We'll give you another Fresh Kiss keyword. I don't know if you know this, but reckless driving has been a problem in Milwaukee. Have you seen some of the things in the news about accidents and people just oh. driving too fast? I might be part of the problem. <laughs> I admit it. You know, I admit issued... there's a problem. I didn't say I'm here to fix it. I no. just admitted there might be a problem. I've seen like reports on the news about accidents that have happened because of reckless driving. Yeah. And I was driving home from uh, that gala on Saturday night on 43, and people were flying by me, dude. And I'm talking like, I drive faster. Like, I'll go 70. But that's I'm talking still, like 95. Slow. I'm talking like 95. Oh, 95. You can go. Like, these cars are racing. You like, can go 80, though, if it's 70, and I don't, I'm not judging. 80 is not 95. Like, these <laughs> cars are flying, dude. Like, there were clearly two of them, but racing. And I was like, really? What the hell, stupid. Really? On 43, like 11 o'clock at night? It was insane. So the new police You're chief, so cool with your race car. You're not. Yeah. You look so stupid. I don't get the race car in the middle of the road. It doesn't make you. It's like a screaming, I have a little wiener. Like, that's what I hear when you race your car on the street. I have a little wiener. That's what I heard. What's the difference between a porcupine and a Porsche? The porcupine, the pricks are on the outside of the animal. <laughs> hey, I know works. someone with a Porsche who's very kind. I'm sure. But I said she's the only one, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Christy. Uh, Christy has one. So the police are saying that they're now relying on the public to say, like, reach out to them. If you see this happening in areas, you're supposed to reach out to them because they're like, we can only deploy people where we know it's happening. So yeah. if you know it's an issue, that's what the new police chief said to do so just use more cameras like that too i don't want to get a red light ticket or anything but not that i've ever gotten a a lot of time wouldn't it yes you have you're the king
king of red light tickets. You I'm wear sure the red light. The king. You got the camera ticket in Chicago. One ticket makes me the king of and red pretty, light tickets. Yeah, because then you went on a tirade about how you. I rolled through about it. How you didn't break the law yet? It's on. It was camera. a California stop. <laughs> Riggs, <laughs> whatever you say, brother. Whatever you got to tell yourself to feel better this morning. I got to okay? go. I gotta but go. anyway. Hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Well, the line has been drawn in the sand because Taylor Swift, finally, we've been waiting for her to re-release the Red Album. Because yeah. remember, all of her music was taken from her by Scooter Braun. And who's the other guy that I don't even remember now? I found, I read into what actually happened happened with mm-hmm. that whole situation. Okay. He took her masters. Mm-hmm. Like there's masters with music, which is the final product. That's yes. what you've recorded. Yes. That's what can be put out to music and everything. Yes. That's the masters. And there's the composition, which mm-hmm. is like the music and the lyrics and the structure of the song, which mm-hmm. she still owned. Mm-hmm. So that's why she's re-recording all this music with Dude, her version. Her music was taken from her and Scooter Braun did nothing to sell it back to her, give it back to her. She wanted it back and he wanted the whole bad contract jacked up. Yes. The, uh, you know, he kept it. So Taylor came out with a redone version yep. on Friday, and people could not stop lighting up Jake Gyllenhaal, by the way, because yes. won it all too well, apparently, about Jake Gyllenhaal, and people are not a fan because she gave it to him. There's even a 10-minute version of the song. She That's per- how much she had to say about the relationship, Ray. She performed the 10-minute version on SNL this weekend. Well, I'm funny you brought... I'm glad you brought up SNL. It's funny yeah. you did because I wanted to tell you who came out to support her because I, to me, it's very obvious. Scooter Braun is with Justin Bieber. Yes. That's his boy. Yeah. But now we know Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber do not roll together. No. Which makes sense because she, her best friend is Selena Gomez. So here are some, and, the, and I think this is interesting who showed up to support Taylor because I think it shows who's not mm-hmm. friends with Justin Bieber anymore. Let me name a couple people for you. Sure. Uh, the Jonas Brothers, Joe Jonas and his wife Sophie Turner showed up. Yeah. Selena Gomez was obviously there supporting uh, Taylor, which yep. they did. I saw them doing TikToks and social media together. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. And Blake Lively came out to support Taylor Swift for SNL. Blake, Blake Lively's writing her next, is writing one of Taylor's videos. Yeah, she's producing the video and stuff, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so I think it's fascinating how you see these lines, you know, that you see they don't all run together. Yeah. Taylor Swift is Team Selena Gomez, Team Jonas Brothers, Team Li- Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. And then you've got Justin Bieber. Scooter Braun, the Hadids, maybe. Like, you see, really see the line of who's supporting who here and who gets along because there's no way. There are all these packs. No way. And and people were pulling funny videos, by the way, of Taylor Swift giving the stink eye to Justin Bieber when he cheated on Selena. That was reemerging as well this right. weekend, which I was, I'd never seen some of those videos yeah. where she's on the red carpet and she passes him and she literally gives him the nastiest look. It's, it's hysterical. Yeah. So, anyway. There you go. Taylor Swift is back. It's time. Okay, who's the jerk? 103.7 KISS FM. I still think you're a jerk. You get to be our moral compass. No, wait, you're a jerk. It's Riggs and Allie's Am I the Jerk? Look what you did, you little jerk. All right. Girl. 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 This one has mom guilt. (laughs) This has once in a lifetime experiences. This has disappointment. This is all moral dilemma written all over it. So it's perfect. Monica wrote us on Facebook. Monica says, I got some great news yesterday, but I'm wondering if I'm a jerk for doing this. She says, my nine-year-old son is playing league basketball this year. Mm -hmm. His first and second games are this coming Sunday. Mm. My bosses just called me yesterday and said, hey, we rented a party bus from Chicago. We're taking 30 to 40 employees to the Packer game in Minneapolis this Sunday. Free everything. Hotel, too. You're coming. You can bring a friend. It's all. It's a weekend thing. We're leaving Saturday at noon, coming back on Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OMG, so fun. Looked at my calendar. Boom. My son's first and second basketball games are smack dab in the middle on Sunday. Ugh. And it's my weekend with him. Ugh. Talk about mom guilt oh, and FOMO. Honey, I feel you. So, so much FOMO, so much mom guilt. Uh, relatable. Am I the jerk for missing his first league games uh, for another opportunity that probably won't come up again? Riggs, I feel bad when I miss practice. Practice? I mean, I'm the mom who, they're like, you know you practice. can. Practice. They said to me last week, you know you can leave. And I go, 
I I know, but it feels wrong. It feels yeah, like a, I'm supposed to be here watching my kid. I don't. <laughs> this is a game, and this is league games. Oh my god! I remember playing league basketball when I was little, and mm-hmm. it meant the world when my dad and mom would show up to those games. Right, but when are you going to be offered tickets, free tickets, and the experience of a Packer game in Minneapolis? In Minneapolis for free. They're going this weekend. How uh, can, plus, it's your boss. How do you turn that down? No thanks. I, as much as it would kill me, the mom guilt would kill me. I'm going to say she's not a jerk. No. But I don't know. Let, I don't know. Let people decide. Is she going to let her kid down? This is why I'm glad we put it on everyone else that's listening. <laughs> <laughs> 414-799-1037. Is Monica the jerk for missing her kids' basketball games this weekend? Oof, it's tough And one. going up to the Packer game in Minneapolis. We'll talk to you next. Hold on. All right, Monica. Uh, it's true. She's getting some mom guilt on this one. Mom guilt is real, man. Sure is. Let's just go to the phones and let them decide. Is well, Monica the jerk for going to the Packer game and Instead of her son's first basketball game. First dun, league dun, basketball dun. game. And you should also add that she's going all weekend and it's a free trip and it's a party <laughs> bus. So why not? It's an experience. It is. It's an experience. Hotel and everything covered. Uh, Kristen is calling from Whitefish Good morning, Bay. Kristen. Good morning. Hey, girl. Hello. Oh, Hello? two. That's Mike. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> Hold on. Let's go to Kristen. We'll be right back, Mike. Good morning, Kristen. <laughs> Good morning. There you are. There you are. What do you think? It's Monday, and I forgot what line you were on. I apologize. Allie doesn't do numbers so well. (laughs) It it is okay. It is Monday. I'm feeling you. And there's only three, so it gets rough. (laughs) And I have have four kids. My youngest, I've been through this. My youngest just turned 18 weeks ago. Okay. Uh I have boys who played wrestling, football. My daughter did swimming. Mm -hmm. She is not the jerk. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and for her to be a great mom, which she sounds like she already is, yep. but to be even greater, she needs to do something for her mm-hmm. yeah. so that she can keep going for them. And basketball has a million games. She's still, <laughs> if she misses these two, she's still going to see 90% of his games throughout his life. Yeah. True. Also, I read an article saying that it's great to go to your kids' games, but sometimes you need to not go to those games. And, Allie, this pertains to you with practices as well. Because right. kids get a sense of doing it for themselves. You're right. Not just for you. You're right. I that don't disagree. Sense. I need to let it go and let them go to oh, practice without me. I get me. the yeah. guilty thing. I was yeah. there. Yeah. All right. But yeah. then I realized, hey, this is the coach's time. I'm going to go freaking to Ulta and go shopping or right. something. I, I <laughs> had that, this is my time. I had that weird transition, Kristen, where they got older, but I didn't accept that they got older and they didn't need me at practice anymore. So then it felt oh, weird yeah, that, leaving, you know? When your kids get to that point where they you feel like they don't need you, that is a hard transition yeah. for us moms. It's Gotta true. Be. But right. I will say this, Kristen, words that my therapist told me once that stick with me she always said the fact that you even care and this goes for monica too the fact that monica cares that she's going to miss her game shows she's a a good mom or she cares about being a mom so i always remind myself of that when i beat myself up yeah but is she a jerk for missing his first league game you only get a first game one time (laughs) oh thanks riggs you are not allowed in the therapist's office riggs That's because he's not a mom or a dad. Nope. Amen, sister. Nope. I'll be missing Samson's first soccer game this weekend. <laughs> no, nah, I'll she never get it. And absolutely I don't. Not the, she is not the jerk. She needs to go and enjoy herself. Yeah. Not the jerk. All Amen. right, Kristen. Thanks Amen. for calling in this morning. Kristen says. You guys have a great morning. You have a better morning. Don't you threaten too. me. <laughs> Let's go to Mike in Hartford. Mike in Mike. Hartford. You're a new How's dad. How's it going? Yeah. Yeah. It's going good. It's going good. So let's I say. I don't think she's a jerk. Okay. Why? I think uh, there's going to be, if the kid is that much into basketball, there's going to be plenty of other games. Mm-hmm. If the dad shows up, then at least there's one person there. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, once-in-a-lifetime experience. Have fun. Go yeah. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. a weekend. I, f- I understand the guilt thing. Like, I got the guilt thing with my daughter, and mm-hmm. she's only 18 months old. <laughs> Just wait, like, Mike. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. No, trust me, I... I've I've been battling it for a while now, only seeing her a couple hours a day because I get up so early for work. And, uh, right. You know, is, it's just one of those things where 
But go enjoy it. Go do what you got to do. Mike, what you said is tough for a lot of parents that work long days, that they come home, they get two hours with their baby, and the baby goes to sleep. I have friends that struggle with that a lot, so that's a relatable problem. I'm I'm gone by 3.45 in the morning, and I go to pick her up at 4.30 in the afternoon, and She's in bed by 7.30, so yeah. I get like three hours a day with her. Well, should someone tell Mike they'll be up ruining your life till 9 one day, Soon. and I can attest yeah. to that? <laughs> Soon you'll come home, and she won't be home, and you'll be panicking. It'll be great. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Mike. Thanks, yep, Mike. Have a good one. Mike uh, says, not a jerk. Before we get to the third call, let me read this text. It said, oh, my God, not a jerk. After watching eight years of basketball, six years of volleyball, many soccer games, and numerous track meets, go to the Packer game. That was from somebody who who texted in a parent. But so. it's his first game. You only <laughs> get a first game one time. Oh, Rick, stop it. Sarah, <laughs> Sarah's in West Bend. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Is Monica a jerk for missing her kid's first basketball game this weekend? No, I don't think she's a jerk. As a mom of three kids that mm-hmm. ages 23 to 13, oh, I've wow. sat through many of them. Um, but no, she's not. But here's the, here's the thing that I want to throw out is yeah. if it's league, I'm assuming the child's middle school-ish. Mm-hmm. Have a conversation with your kid. He's Say, nine. Hey, you know, yeah. uh, nine? Okay. Well, even still, they should know. They get excited about things, um, you know, and understand a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It's a great conversation to have with your child. But the one thing that stuck out to me is it's her weekend. So I'm assuming she's divorced, separated. Yeah. How is her co-parenting relationship? True. You're saying, is the dad going to be there? Well, yeah. the, it's the dad's weekend. He'll be there. Yeah, it is. You know, I mean, she said it's her weekend. Yeah. You know, I, is is he willing to flop? Is he going to give her a hard time? How is that co-parenting relationship? I don't think she's a jerk, but I think she needs to look at everything in her life to see, even though this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, is the potential headache you know well sometimes sometimes if you're split up they don't want you to have any fun if you have tension so they get mad yep. if you do go yeah. have an experience and they have to like there's resentment but again yeah. that's not her problem because it's not her weekend and exactly. she's allowed to go do this so you oh, know that I'm I misunderstood I no, it's her it weekend. was her weekend it is her weekend oh it is yes wow. yeah it is well, her weekend they, he might hold it against her but screw him she's allowed to do something <laughs> no, you, once that, in a while. you did a 180 on that <laughs> well I'm just saying I don't think it should be based Based on the ex's point of view. No, it shouldn't. You know, but I know that and it the becomes ex, an issue. And the ex should be a grown up enough to say, wow, this is something that if I wanted to do, I would hope that she would step up Rich. and help me do something. Rich. You would hope that they would co parent like that. Rich. Isn't you that rich? Think, you think co parents are trying to help each other? Oh, out? sorry. You think that's a normal, healthy vibe? <laughs> I wish that was the normal, healthy vibe. So Rich. we got three in a row there, not a jerk for not Monica. Not a jerk. She and is we got text ca- uh, to somebody saying, thanks for no, calling this morning. She's not a jerk. Send the kid to a sleepover at a friend's house or grandma's house. Somebody else said, "Um, this is Packer country. Not a lot of people get to experience that it's his first game. He'll probably sit on the bench anyway. That's from Abraham in Milwaukee. (laughs) Abraham. Memories, memories. Thanksgiving memories. Right. <laughs> I have some interesting Thanksgiving memories. Don't you, though? Yeah. I have some great ones, and I have some horrific ones. I depending do. on the year and where my family was at. Yeah. And I have the, some real heartfelt ones and some real I hate everyone Thanksgivings. I have some really time period ones, too. Yeah. Like when I was younger, they were different. And oh, then as I, I got older. On, you'd go home on Wednesday yeah. night. you get drunk as hell oh, with yeah, all your out. high school friends. Yeah, but they call it Black Hat Wednesday, remember? Now everyone meets up with their little kids on Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> right? I miss those Love days. a kid's date. I'm sure you've heard of Friendsgiving, haven't you? Of course. Friendsgiving has become like more popular than regular Thanksgiving, I feel like. Isn't it because so many people just stay? If you don't live in the town you grew up in, you stay in that town, then you go home for Christmas versus two trips home. Like All my friends in Chicago, none of them are near their parents, so they always yeah. have a Friendsgiving, and then they all go home for Christmas. Yeah. But they stay for Thanksgiving. And there's some families that are split where you do Thanksgiving with one family. Christmas ah. with the other family. I've heard about that before, too. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this year, I may just roll Friendsgiving style. Okay. Never done it before. 
because you're not going to your see your family. Don't think so. So really, don't think so. <laughs> That's not, up in the air. It honestly is. Does it is. feel weird? Does you feel like you have to do something in replace of not going to see your family? Yeah, I feel like I should do something around Thanksgiving. So you're trying to overcompensate. Is kind of what I was getting at. With do you really want to do a Friendsgiving or do you? That's the thing. Like I don't want to. I, I I don't like the cooking and the preparation and then the cleaning afterwards. I just like the eating. Like if I could just eat food <laughs> and not have to deal with the preparation or the cleanup, I'd do it. Is that what friends Friendsgiving is? Uh, you ha- Friendsgiving. Everybody brings something. Okay. First of all, you don't just one person doesn't do There's it. There's not one person. No, which you, is great because that's the way. To- th- yeah. Thanksgiving has always been in my life. One person is responsible for the cooking. Your mother. Yeah. Which is BS. Yeah. Or me. Agree. When one one year my family came up, so my wife and I were responsible for mm-hmm. all the cooking. Yeah. Which sucked. Sucks. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, are you going to do the Friendsgiving? I think so. I just don't know how. I'm not going to be here, so I'm kind of pissed because I would have invited myself. Well, I was going to invite you too. I'm going to be in New York. I'm going to see my sister and her oh, family. That's right. I'm going to be with, in New York City. So, I cannot come to your Friendsgiving. But, Riggs, here's the other thing a lot of people do it. Not on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I was going to say, like, just this weekend, I saw a bunch of people doing it on Instagram. I was watching somebody's story, and I thought, oh, they are spending it with their family, but they still have the Friendsgiving on the weekend before or yeah. after. You can still do it okay. on a different day. All right. So, if, if you've done Friendsgiving before, how do you do it? Like, why does it operate with your friends? <laughs> do you do it on Thanksgiving? Do you do it uh, not on Thanksgiving, like Allie said? Yeah. Does everybody just bring something? Is I don't Riggs know. overcompensating? Is this even a good idea? Yes, of course I'm overcompensating. <laughs> Is Riggs going to be screaming when it's time for the Friendsgiving and he has to do work? We're not going to go Sigmund Freud on me, no. We don't need to go that deep. <laughs> Friendsgiving. Uh, i just looking for tips. If you've done it before, what do you do for Friendsgiving? Mm-hmm. 414-799-1037. We'll talk to you next. Hold on. It's Kiss. Friendsgiving this year. Mm-hmm. I've never really done an official Friendsgiving before, mm-hmm. but I've seen them on the internet and I've heard of friends doing them. You've done one before, mm-hmm. Hallie? I sure have. I'm just wondering... What goes into a Friendsgiving? Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to start with one. I think one. it's whatever you want, but you wanted to know, do you do it on Thanksgiving yeah. or a different day? Should you do it? So many questions. Let's just go to Lisa. What do people in, have to say about Lisa it? Lisa in Pewaukee. All right. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, guys. What do you think about Friendsgiving? So, is this something you do, Lisa? Yes, this is something me and my friends do. Um, okay. We actually started it last year. We do a Friendsgiving and a Friendsmas. Friendsmas? Yep. <laughs> okay. Friendsmas. Okay. And we typically do it like after Thanksgiving or after Christmas and just get a bunch of people together or, you know, people that don't see their family or something. So they at least get to experience a Thanksgiving and it's fun style. Okay. So you could do, you know, <laughs> last year we did tacos. Tacos? Yes. I'm in. You I'm don't in. necessarily I'm have in. to do, you know, a turkey, but of She's course. She's right. That too. I, you know, do, I don't like that. That's the t- what it is. We put too much pressure on ourselves. Like, I love a turkey. I really do. And I love mm-hmm. all the things that come with Thanksgiving. But I don't think that should be only a Thanksgiving thing. Why can't you eat turkey in uh, March? Unpopular opinion. Of course you can. What? That's correct. I, I mean, have an un- unpopular opinion. Well, you don't turkey, like turkey? I do like turkey, but it's never cooked correctly. And I don't want my mom or other people to feel bad, but I went to one person's Thanksgiving party one year and had the best turkey of my life and realized I'm and eating dry crap this whole time. Oh, yeah. I, I've never had a properly cooked turkey. I went to a well, friend's house that had a deep fried turkey oh, once and it blew my freaking exactly. mind open. You could, and that's the thing, you can also experiment at your friend's givings. Like last year, ah. I did a beer basted turkey and it turned out awesome. What? Beer basted? Hello. Yeah. So there's different things that you could try. I say shoot for the stars, do a friend's giving, and mm-hmm. you don't even have to do it on Thanksgiving. And you can have tacos. And I know you love burritos. Damn right I do. You can even do burritos. <laughs> oh, I may do burritos. You're a genius, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling this morning. Oh, no problem, guys. Have a good day. You too. Appreciate it. Yes. Jen is in Milwaukee. Good morning, Jen. Good morning. Thanks. Uh, Friendsgiving tips. What do you got? So, we do it every year, and we usually do it on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So, okay. okay. You know, like all the friends get together, whatever, on that night. Ah. Uh, and last year, I think we did chili. It was like, I don't know, mm. random things. But this year, we decided we we're going to do all things appetizers. So, Ooh, different appetizers. <laughs> and somebody was like, oh, well, I really miss the Thanksgiving tradition. So, they're making the traditional um, Thanksgiving into egg rolls. Egg rolls? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So yeah, just like so turkey, turkey and everything. Go ahead. Your turkey, your stuffing and everything in Mashed an egg potatoes. roll. And then you dip it in some like cranberry salsa. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Stuff. I don't even like cranberry sauce, and I'm salivating right now. Yeah. <laughs> Holy With crap. The... Maybe we just need to eat breakfast, wow. Riggs. I'm really hungry now. Dude, That you just changed my mind. If you put that all in a wonton wrapper and deep fried them or air fried them. Wow. That. Yeah, that's good. What, what yeah. I... yeah. I'm not making them. What's one of my friends? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work, too. But All right, it Jen. Is, but it'll be worth it. But again, thinking outside the box is like what uh, Lisa said. Jen said the same thing. Do something different instead yeah. of the traditional Thanksgiving turkey and garbs. Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling. Have a great day. Does your wife want to do a Friendsgiving? I don't think she wants to do anything, anything that involves cooking. So. Ah, so probably not. But here we are ta- discussing. <laughs> yeah. Maddie is in Milwaukee. Good morning, Maddie. Good morning. Hey. Do you guys do a Friendsgiving, you and your friends? Yes. Okay. So, Friendsgiving is actually a huge tradition for my college friends. Okay. Um, when we all lived in Milwaukee, we always... Um, would, you know, meet up at someone's apartment, everyone brings something. Now we all live in different cities, you know, mm-hmm. still in Milwaukee, some in Minneapolis, some in Chicago. Okay. So what we do is we pick a weekend, we rent a cabin, we all bring like food, drinks, really just more for like getting together, uh-huh. kind of like our reunion, but Aww. we just love Friendsgiving more for just like seeing each other spending the weekend all together since we don't all live yeah. in the same place. Um, we Maddie. We did it this past weekend, yes. Yo, you just did it this past weekend. She just got done. Okay. So you guys all yeah. went to college in Milwaukee? Is that where you guys all met? Yep, we all went to Marquette. Okay. okay. We all lived there afterwards for a few years. I still live here, but then everyone's kind of, you know, spread out since then. So uh-huh. we kind of use it as like a reunion sort of weekend. Smart. But we yeah. all love it because... It's just fun to get together at this time of the year. And yeah. We're so thankful for all of our friends at this time, too. So, yeah. Aw. Nice. Riggs, Riggs isn't yeah. even sure if he wants to do it. And Maddie comes in like, <laughs> With I'm this so thing. thankful for my friends. And oh, Riggs, God, now is, like, Riggs, Riggs and I are over here like, we don't want to cook. <laughs> we <laughs> don't want to host. <laughs> yep. We don't. We just want to show up. We're so ungrateful, Riggs. Maddie's like renting a cabin out in the woods. <laughs> Pulling yeah, out all the stops. In, drink some wine with your friends. Yeah. That's all you need to do. <laughs> all right. Hey, Maddie. Smart. Yes. We are. Marquette. There you go. <laughs> just going to make sure you still got it in you. <laughs> She's got it. <laughs> I was a cheerleader, so I've always. Oh, okay. Been you so you were? get it. <laughs> Give us one Marquette cheer. Go. One. Uh, all right. We. I mean, just the classic. We are Marquette. Uh-huh. I want we you to do it like a cheer, right? though. Yeah. <laughs> cheer it. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we, uh, I don't even know. Honestly. Come on, girl. Give it to so, us. It's been so long. Like, like let's go. Marquette. I let's go. Defense. Marquette. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were always short little chants to, like, try to get the crowd in them. So. Maddie said, I retired, Allie. Don't make me do any Marquette chants on the radio. Do you mind? I'm hung over her- from the weekend. I hung up my pom-poms years ago. <laughs> Well, yes. No, I'm just so excited I got through. I've always tried calling in and listening to you guys for forever. I'm like, oh, even just talking to you on the phone is so cool. So well, you don't have to put that part on the radio if you don't want to. Well, it's already on, on the radio. You're live. <laughs> Maddie, you got through. We love you. Thank you for calling up, girl. Love you guys. Have a good day. Love you back. Have a happy Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving or whatever you're doing. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. This whole thing is awful. So, Travis Scott, we know about the show Astro World, which someone asked me who Travis Scott was this weekend, Riggs. And that's when I realized we just assume everybody knows who this guy is. I just thought everybody knew. No, they have no, no clue. He's, I said, he's a rapper. He's Kylie Jenner's baby daddy. They're expecting their second child together. Nothing. Like, right over their head. Right. They're like, no clue. I'm like, okay then. Well, Travis Scott, <laughs> who is successful in the rap world. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we know that he had Astroworld. His big production it was supposed to be like a Lollapalooza, where it goes on for days. Yeah, it was a two-day thing. Yeah, so he was, he was on the first night. 
and that's when everything was not handled well. The crowd got was they just didn't have it. They weren't prepared for no. the situation, and people got trampled. Nine people have now died. Well, now the tenth one has died. The nine-year-old who was on life support has passed away. So he is the tenth death from the festival. Even worse, Ezra Blount. He's the cutest little kid. Looking at his picture, the horrible story is because uh, some people, you know, want to get judgy and go, "What are you doing with a nine-year-old at a concert?" But I've seen nine-year-olds at. Taylor Swift concerts and all kinds. I mean, it, it, it shouldn't matter what concert you go to. It should be a safe environment. Concerts, you're not supposed to get hurt and die at concerts. I don't no. care who you are. But the father, this is the worst part of the story. When it, things started getting like smushed, when everyone was getting suffocated and smushed, yeah. he took his nine-year-old, put him on his shoulders, but then the dad passed out like many people fainted. Oh. So then Ezra falls, Kid the falls. poor nine-year-old, and he gets trampled. I mean, this is the whole story's awful. So... Yeah, the 10th death now. And there was a new video out this weekend. We keep seeing all the videos of celebrities who have stopped the show when somebody was hurt or not well, and there's a lot of them. Another one this weekend, SZA, who's on a lot of songs with like, you know. DJ Khaled. Doja Cat right now. Doja Cat. She had a show, and she stopped for a long time to make sure it's the person in the, I mean, a long time. And she even referenced Astroworld and said, we're not doing this. Yeah. We're not doing this. Is everyone okay? So that will probably be be the norm from now on. So my kids turned down the chance to use the F bomb one time. You I gave can't them a it. you gave them a pass? <laughs> yes. A hall pass to say a dirty word. I, I would s- jump at the chance of that. A sanctioned F word in front of mom? Yes. I said you're allowed to say it one time. And at first they seemed excited, but then they changed their mind. Well, I'm they're getting vaccinated today. They're, you know, they're the five to eleven kids. Yeah. So when I originally called the doctor last week, they were like, Yeah, you called a day too late. We're booked through December now for vaccines because every parent called sure. on that first day to book them yeah. in. So I said, That's fine, I'll go to one of the clinics. Got online, got him into one of the children's hospital clinics up in like Brown Deer or something. So I have to take him out of school, go get the vaccine today. Well, I said to them, when you get it, you can scream the F word one time. Awesome. And they were like, really? And then Owen says, can I say the S word? <laughs> I said, no. you can say whatever word you want. <laughs> However, said, nope, F word, that's it. That's all that, you get. That changed over the weekend. Because what? when it came down to it, well, I got my booster on Friday, which I forgot I got my booster. That's how little I felt it and moved right. on with my life, yeah. honestly. But I got my booster on Friday and then on Saturday they said to me, we're getting our vaccine soon. I go, yep, Monday. And they both just stop Because I hadn't told them yet it was, I had the appointment. And they go, and Hudson looks at Owen. I can see him in the rear view mirror. Owen looks at Hudson. And they go, that's soon. I go, that's Monday. Yeah. And they're like, uh, and I go, but you get to get out of school. And they're like, well, could we have a toy? I'm like, oh, here we go oh, again. Here we go. The negotiation. And, and they're playing me like a fiddle, man. Yes, they, they know what they're doing. They're like, I'm so scared. Can I get a toy when it's all over? And I was like, <laughs> I guess so. They don't so know wait, the wait, limit. wait. They... So they're going to get a toy. So we're going to go to Target. They don't know the limit's like five bucks yet. They think they're going to get like a $20 toy. Ha ha. Joke's on them. Well, they also also shouldn't get to say the f bomb. It's one or the other. Make well, up your what mind, I said. kid. I told them they have to pick one or the other. So they're they're neither of them want to scream it now. Now they just want to get they want to like have something to look forward to. And I said it's going to be so quick. You're not even gonna know what's going to happen. Like, disappointing. I, I was like, you know, I disappointing. <laughs> they don't want to do the f bomb. Plus, they even distract you when you're getting a shot when you're I a kid. Know. They'll start talking to you about Roblox or about yeah. Minecraft or something to get your mind off of it. Then they'll be like, oh, shot's done. You're like, what? Right. Already? Already? Right. I have. Never in my life looked at them give me a shot. I always do the look away. I do too. So when if I, it's never looked in my life. Same thing when never. I draw blood. I can't watch a needle go nope. in my body. Don't want never. to. Don't want to. I just look away and I go, go and do ahead and do your thing, and I'll just be staring at the wall. And that's it works for me. And I Dude. told him, I said, don't look. They're because you know them, they're gonna look. They're gonna look. That's what kids do. They do stuff like that. You can't say don't look to a kid. He's immediately gonna turn and look at the needle. You right. know, and then here we go. So it's gonna be over in 20 minutes. I said, we're going to be in and out of there so quick. You're not even going to, it's, who cares? It'll be so, over with. And then we'll have so, a toy and you will have said have the F bomb. And then for the second shot, their dad's going to take them and I'm not dealing with it. And that's oh, the Oh, they end do of need that. to. 
that kids do need yeah, to. Yeah, but like their dad, I, we can't both go to one because no. you can only bring two people, remember? Mm-hmm. So when we go to the doctor, it's me and the kids or him and the kids or me and him and one kid. It's like you have to figure that out with the doctors. Well, so. you offer them one pass and they're trying, trying to take advantage of you now. <laughs> they're like working like me. a good kid. Of course they are. They're working me, but you know, I don't even know if I care. I just want it done. They're, they're, yes. they're traveling next week, they're going to Florida for yes. Thanksgiving. I, let's just get it done, man. And scream the F word all you want to, kid. I'll scream the F word just for the heck of it, though. 103.7 Kiss FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Allie. Good morning. Do you give your kids an allowance at all? Are they at that age over there? Hell no, they don't do enough. They don't do enough, Riggs. I just, Owen's just started unloading the dishwasher for me. I load it because it feels good to load it. But nobody wants to unload it. Let's be real. And he's been, he's 10. He's been really good about unloading it every time I ask. Yeah. I used to get $7 a month for my (laughs) allowance. $7 a month. $7. $7 $7. $7 a month. That was probably so much money when we so were kids. Much, dude, when I was a kid. But I you got probably it. buy like four toys. <laughs> yes, right? But I would use it, uh, they would give me cash all the time. Well, now they're saying not to give your kid cash. They're no. saying now give your kid, they have debit cards for mm-hmm. kids now mm-hmm. that you can use. And a lot of them will pair up with an app on your phone so you yep. can control when they have their money, how much they can have, what they where can they spend. can spend it, how they can spend it, which is great because it teaches them money management. Because mm-hmm. it's going to get to the point where numbers are going to be on a screen for right. all of your spendings. You You're not going to have cash in your wallet so much anymore. Story. Yeah. I have a story for you since we're talking about cash in the house. Yeah. A friend of mine told me over the weekend they found out that one of her step parents, who's older, has 60 grand in cash hidden in the house. 60 grand in cash? 60 grand. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. I love this story. So they find out that there's 60 grand one of their step parents has hidden all over their house over the years. In one place or like scattered everywhere? All over. I said... What? what if there's a fire? That was the only thing I could think of. And she's like, right? I go, you got to get that in the bank. Having cash in your house is like, you're just asking for trouble because one, you can't claim it. One, you can't prove you had it. You know, two, you can't prove you had it. Three, if there's a fire, gone. Yeah. So I said, when I used to bartend, I would keep cash in my house. And a friend of mine said, same thing. What if you have a fire? And that's when I went, ah, don't ever keep cash in the house in an excessive amount. It's just stupid. You my know? dad's dad, my grandpa, hid $60,000 in cash thing. in his yard because one year he <gasps> lost it a little bit and thought that the banks were going to collapse and everything oh, was going to go to hell. He was losing okay. his mind quite a bit clearly, towards the end. Yes. You'd have to to really believe somebody was coming for you. Yes, so he put, go on. I think it was fifty dollars or $60,000 in cash in a plastic container <gasps> and buried it somewhere in the 87 acres of <gasps> land that they have in Lafayette, Indiana. Do you so know they, where it is? No. Nobody, nobody knows, knows where it is. to this day. He just said, I, bar- I buried sixty grand out in the out in the yard and they go the yard huh? yeah I went out and I buried it so I know where it is and then he's died he's died since then so <gasps> nobody knows where it is what? so my uncle George is like I don't know where this money is it's somewhere on the property he knows that his dad talked about it he's like dad always talked about this 50 or, this fifty grand he used to hide out in the yard you I don't give know where it me is five grand I'll come help you look for it dude <laughs> give me five over 80 plus acres of land uh-huh. <laughs> it's gonna take so long dude give me five <laughs> and if I can do it in a weekend it's worth every penny you we give we can't me. even use a metal detector to look for it because it's buried in a plastic container. Ah, Damn it. Give that your makes kids, me crazy. Moral of the story, give your kids a debit card. Because <laughs> <laughs> they can use it and they're not going to lose cash like Allie's friend. Hey, this is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Oh my gosh. This is an awful, awful story. Chris Daughtry... From American Idol. Random. His 25-year-old daughter found dead on Friday at her home. What? He's had to cancel his whole tour, which, understandable, and go home and deal with it. And they said everyone's just in shock. It was his 25-year-old daughter. They don't know any any idea what happened at all? Well, you ready for the worst part? Yeah. They do know a little bit, but sources connected to the Daughtry's family told TMZ that detectives had told the family her death was a homicide. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not good at all. They um, also arrested her boyfriend Yeah. the same day she was found dead. So 
you can put two and two together. Yeah. It might have been in domestic violence, which is awful. So yeah. Chris Daughtry had to cancel his tour, process what the hell just happened. And all these other celebs and idols are reaching out to him, sending their condolences, because he was full on on tour. I remember his daughter when he was was auditioning. When he was auditioning for Idol, they were tiny. They were his stepkids, right? They were little. and I mean, they are your kids when you've raised them their whole life. So, yes, that's one of the kids that was little on American Idol. Isn't that sad? That is sad. Uh, Chris Daughtry's daughter, 25. 103.7 103.7 Kiss FM. It's Riggs and Allie. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Good morning. So this is guaranteed to make you in a better mood. Okay. He's doing something for someone else. Mm. Something nice. Something mm-hmm. little for someone else. Yes. World Kindness Day was this past weekend. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know that. It was mm-hmm. on Saturday. World mm-hmm. Kindness Day. They were talking to people. They surveyed a bunch of people that said, what makes you feel really good during the holidays? And everybody loves to give back during the holidays. It's, it's like gift giving. It's the time of the year when you're like, oh, I better start thinking about someone else instead of myself. How many times on this show have I brought up that gift giving is about the gift giver? Totally. <laughs> like, like, even though you're doing it for somebody else, it really is projection about how it makes you feel because you're doing it to make yourself feel good it and does. you're helping someone else. It just is what it is. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. That's how psychology works yes, like that, too. So that's right. 92% of people said they felt happy when they did something nice for someone else, even as small as like holding a door open for somebody. Yeah. Like doing something little like that. That's or cool. Something like saying good morning to somebody. Uh-huh. You got to be careful who you say good morning to. Yeah. <laughs> at what time? Because yeah. it could set someone off that's in a crappy <laughs> mood in the morning. So use that with, you know... <laughs> Good judgment. <laughs> but I wanted I wanted to give people a chance to call and toot their own horn about something nice that they have done before. Because hmm. sometimes you may have done something and maybe you didn't get recognized immediately and you like a little and bit of like, recognition. What the hell? You're like, all mad. Yeah, like when you put money in the tip jar, the community tip jar when nobody's looking. And you put it in, you're like, Wait, I, I left money in the, in the tip jar. Like you want them to know that you're appreciating them, but right. at the end because of the day, it's to, about you. It's about you is my point. It is. <laughs> Which is okay today and today only. It is to brag about what you did for somebody else because it's true. Even yeah. when my son holds the door open, I find it just heartwarming. I'm just like, it's really just thoughtful. Forget about the, the gender role crap you think you're supposed to be. Forget about that. Let's just talk about how kind it was that you helped me out and opened the door because I needed you to. I've held the door <laughs> open for perfectly able-bodied men before. It's just a nice thing to do. Like, just hey, nice. I'm walking in. Instead of slamming the door in your face, mm-hmm. might as well keep it open for you. Totally. So, have you paid it forward before? Or have you done something nice before and you didn't get recognized? You'd like to just toot your own horn? Maybe somebody will get a great idea about something nice to do. I'll True. go first. Okay. I, I bought a pick and save meal for like one of those $5 meals. Yeah. I was doing the self-checkout and I saw a bunch of, a stack of them up there. It was like, here, scan this to buy 20 meals for oh. five bucks. And I was like, wait, how wait. Do you get, how do you get 20 meals for 20. five bucks? Just shows how much you could save money if you were on yeah. a budget and tried with cooking, 100%. which most of us don't want to do. <laughs> so I go, if that'll help, 20 meals, I go, absolutely. Yeah. So I scanned it, put it in my bag, moved on with my day. But nobody saw me, but no. I wanted the whole world to know right now <laughs> that I did something nice. <laughs> Riggs. See? When you're being honest, you're being honest, my friend. <laughs> I'm just being honest right now. That way you won't feel weird when you call up and say something nice that you did. There you go. I like it. 414-799-1037. You can text or call that number. If you don't want to brag on the radio, I'll read your text. But we'd rather you call, yes, because I want to hear it. Absolutely, <laughs> I donated five dollars to Pick and Save, and then we're gonna we're gonna toot your horn. It's we gonna will. be awesome. We will. Maybe Good. it'll inspire someone. It may. One hundred three point seven Kiss FM. Toot toot. I could be even more fully transparent about my donation. I made a Pick and Save. <laughs> I also put the card on top of my groceries so that people would see it as I was <laughs> rolling out the store. Riggs, is, Riggs was bummed. Nobody noticed he gave five bucks for yes. 20 Thanksgiving meals at Pick and Save. So what did he do? One, he wanted to brag on the air, which I respect, because yep. yep. you might inspire someone to do the same at Pick and Save yeah. today. And two, uh, we continue to toot, toot his horn as he says, I laid the card on top of my cart, hoping someone would know I was a good human being. Because usually if I get it from like the cashier, like the cashier knows I'm a good person, so I get that instant gratification. They say, would you like to donate? I say, yes. Cool. Somebody knows I'm a good person, but I had to show everybody. I showed off that card so hard. So funny, dude. I'm surprised you didn't post it on the gram. It's it's Dakota in Oak Creek. Good morning, Dakota. Good morning, guys. What's the last kind thing that you did? Something nice you did? Uh, My buddy's house got robbed. He stole his son's Xbox and TV and then his Xbox and TV and, uh, so what I did when he told me that is I gave him a brand new Xbox for his son. 
and a TV to go with it. Oh my gosh, Dakota, did you just have this laying around? Uh, yeah, I have like three of them. So I was like, you know what? I can I can manage losing one. Aww, to make someone else happy. Totally. Aww. Somebody stole. They had two Xboxes stolen, or just one Xbox and one TV stolen. Both Xboxes and both TVs. Two Xboxes and two X. Jesus. Well, that was very kind of you to do. Mm-hmm. Go Dakota. You didn't need all three of them. Good for you, Dakota. Nice, Dakota. Good on you for being a kind human being. That's right. Thank you for calling this morning. Thank you. See, look at that. Uh, Very nice. We got Suzanne in Milwaukee. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Toot your own horn. What's something nice that you've done lately for somebody? Okay, my horn is all year round. (laughs) I work at Walmart, Uh so I usually get the sales when it's end of season Mm -hmm. um, on clothes and any kind of uh, health and beauty stuff that's like a dollar or so, and then I give it away to... uh, like shelters or even people in need who there's a lot of people who like their house went on fire or Mm -hmm. something happened with their clothes or whatever and they need like um, any kind of clothes for kids Mm -hmm. or for them or people in women's shelters who need um, like job interview clothes and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I buy all that stuff for a dollar and I give it away. That's awesome. And you're even giving it to the other employees just to make their day better. You're like, here, here's a $7 thing of mascara. I got it for a buck. Yeah. Yeah, And and they love it. I mean, you just, you never know. A lot of that stuff is expensive. Mm -hmm. And those little things that make women and anybody really feel better about themselves, like Mm -hmm. a nice set of clothes or some mascara, some makeup. That's great. Aw, that's cool, Suzanne. Very kind that you do that, Suzanne. Thank you for calling up this morning. All right, bye. Appreciate, appreciate you listening this morning. Uh, our last call, she's very nervous. She said she didn't even know if she wanted to go on the uh, air. Amelia's in Racine. I said, we got you, Amelia. Amelia. Don't you worry, girl. Good morning. It's just like having a conversation in a coffee shop. <laughs> hey, Amelia. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, last kind all, thing. Go ahead. Um, Riggs, you remind me of Costanza on... on um, <laughs> Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld, when he does the tip jar. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When, yes. But he's like, they didn't see me. <laughs> when he took it out and put it back in, but they caught him taking it out, and then he got accused of yeah. stealing. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, 100%. Yep, relatable, though. So, Amelia, what's the last thing you did that was nice? Yeah. Well, I'm, I usually try to, even like if it's at the dollar store and I see like people just, you know, especially kids mm-hmm. when they're trying to count their pennies, or their, and I usually take care of it for them. But, um, and then this morning, I was cleaning out my son's closet because my sister told me that one of her friends, her their sons needed clothes, mm-hmm. and we do this annually. Mm-hmm. But the one I wanted to speak was about was one time I went into Walgreens, and this guy's Apple Watch it wasn't reading um, his um, to pay at, at the register. Yes. And um, but you could clearly see this boy had, was running. And I was, and all he wanted to do was buy a Gatorade, and they had him at the register forever. Mm-hmm. And I finally said, you know what? I, I can take care of that. I go, it's this Gatorade. You can clearly see he's been running. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I just ran three miles. Oh. Who's just trying to use his like, watch to buy it? Oh. oh. That's so the I worst. Just, I bought it. I mean, that was nothing. But yeah. Um, but yeah, but it was important to him at that moment. Well, of course, it was huge to yeah. him in that moment because he needed something. Mm-hmm. If he'd just been running. Well, that mm-hmm. was so kind of you to do that. Aww. Amelia, look, how hard was this? It was so easy to talk on the radio, wasn't it? I'm, my heart's still pounding. <laughs> oh, Amelia, it's okay. You did it, girl. You, you did, did amazing. It. Congratulations. You were a great caller. Thank you, you Amelia. Well, thank you. Call I again. I listening to you guys. You guys are funny. Well, that's debatable, but thank you, Amelia. Settle down. (laughs) Riggs and Alley. Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings. And always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.